Greetings, Wednesday Warriors. You're listening to the Personal Development Challenge. This is Felipe Santa Maria. This is Sebastian Jamshahi. Today, I'm very pleased to announce our very special guest, Daniel Castro, a rising sophomore at Cornell University, the perfect guest for the episode, Be Your Own Boss. He is a future investment banker studying hotel administration at Cornell, and he is an event programming chair for Alpha, which is an association of Latino professionals for America. He is also a Statler Hotel Bell person and an incoming hotel leadership development program participant at Cornell. In the past, he's been an entrepreneur during the World Cup, selling autographs, jerseys, and collectibles. And even this summer with everything going on, he's had two internships, one being a business analyst intern for La Casa Que Vuela, a logistics software startup, and a business development intern for Hive Diversity, which is a diversity recruitment platform. On top of all this, he has recently gotten into biking as well as his goal to read a book per week, like many CEOs do. I can find no one better to talk about being their own boss. And without further ado, let's get started with today's episode. Last week's challenge was to write down your why, your purpose. Why you get up in the morning? What is the reason for the things that you do? So we wrote them down, and Sebastian's going to tell us briefly about how it went for him. Well, when I when I started to do this challenge, it made, helped me realize that normally when I think of why I do something, I think it is, of it as very individual for each each activity that I'm doing, a project that I'm working on. For example, like why I want to run might be different from why I want to do, do well in school. So doing this helped me realize that there's... Um, help me think of something that's just bigger that applies to all of them. So what I discovered is that it would be probably wanting to try to perfect every aspect of my life and doing all the small things correctly and well not just correctly but they might not and I might not be doing them correctly but doing them with intention and purpose and a complete complete effort so that I can at least try to perfect every every aspect of my life and at some point down the line that's probably going to lead to some form of success yeah i definitely agree it went a little bit of the same for me when i started writing it down i knew it could have gotten long so i just put some relaxing music on and i just started writing and seeing what would come out of me and it basically came down to i guess four or five different areas which is basically broken down into peace happiness love community and dreams and I kind of think that everything that I do kind of chases those five different things and in terms of personal development the dreams part is the most relevant part and the one I definitely relate most to you because it's part of the reason that I do everything that I do is to just chase dreams that I have that come up to me. They might be crazy. They might seem like it doesn't make sense. But just the ambition, the enjoyment of chasing that dream has always made me part of who I am, part of why I wake up. It was a big awakening, and I definitely recommend it 
because it made me feel really empowering and it felt like I knew myself more than I ever thought I did. <laughs> and I think that quote really hit me at that point where it was like, the two most important days in your life are the day you're born and the day you find out why. And Sebastian, I think I found my why. <laughs> so I'm very happy with that. Definitely recommend doing this challenge. It was a great success for both of us and we're gonna keep chasing our success, chasing our dreams. And that's why we got up today, right Sebastian? 100%. All right. Now we'll move on to our introduction of today's topic, be your own boss. For this episode's quote by Jim Ron, we must all suffer one of two things, the pain of discipline or the pain of regret and disappointment. Now let's all take a few moments to think of something that we're grateful for today. So the first thing that matters when it comes to accountability is your personal accountability. Can you keep yourself in track and manage your own goals before you bring them up to someone else? You are the first line of attack in pursuing your goals and the first line of defense in resisting temptations to fall away from your goal. Yeah, that's exactly what a boss does. When it comes to the everyday actions that will lead to accomplishing our goals, we're gonna need some discipline because sometimes no one's gonna stop you from taking a break or for grabbing that second donut you said you wouldn't eat. I've been there. That is, no one's gonna stop you but yourself. You're the person that's the most invested in yourself, so demonstrate that by giving yourself the freedom to make the right decision and not being a slave to your passions. That freedom comes from being truly present in your endeavors. You're committed to yourself and the purpose you realized in the last challenge is constantly in the back of your head. Yeah, definitely. And another point that's important to remember is that we must always be on our own lookout. As I said earlier, somebody else isn't always going to be watching over us. So we have to be able to put ourselves in places to succeed. We have to seek out those opportunities in order to actually gain the success we want it definitely won't come to us passively. For instance, when I say being able to put ourselves in places to succeed, we can't have our phones while we're trying to do work, let's say for 20 minutes, because leaving our phones right on the table next to us is gonna make such a big difference than leaving it 10 feet away from us, because this is where laziness wins. And it's, I think it's hilarious because me being lazy will stop myself from going and checking my phone that's 10 feet away versus if it's right next to my hand, <laughs> I'm just gonna take it all the time. Yeah. And there was actually a study that they made that uh, they placed Hershey Kisses in a jar right next to where people were working and then six feet away. And laziness won that battle. <laughs> and not only did the people with the six feet away Hershey's eat less, but they also felt like they were satisfied more, which is very mm. interesting. So in that case, we talked about strengths and weaknesses before, but now your weakness is a strength. <laughs> exactly. Your laziness can keep you from procrastinating. And that also goes to show a little bit about perception. You you worked yeah. harder for that piece of Hershey Kiss. Yeah. So it, it's going to taste better. That's so, true. <laughs> that's true. Too. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, one thing that comes with accountability that is important here and how this is relevant is placing yourself in in an atmosphere of succeeding whether that be what's around your desk at home when you're working or who you become friends with because they
can determine how disciplined you really are. But in this episode, we'll we'll talk more about what it comes down to when it when it's just yourself. It's just you, because as we've said, in most the majority of your day, you're going to be by yourself, and no one else is going to keep you going in terms of fighting for your goals and chasing your dreams, as well as battling your distractions as much as you are. And I guess this is especially true for personal development in that unlike a job, if say you work for somebody else and they give up, they set up your situation, your workspace, your assignments, and less so for some jobs as opposed to others, but with personal development, it's completely personal to you. There's nobody else setting that up for you. And you know yourself better than any other boss out there. So that's what we'll talk about today. Be your own boss. Be your own best boss. All right. Good morning, Mr. Daniel Castro. Nice to have you on the podcast. Morning. It's nice to be here. How are you doing today? All right. Just went for a quick bike ride. Awesome. That's great to hear. Great to hear. So the one question we ask all of our guests on the podcast is, what does personal development mean to you? I think uh, personal development is just living, right? You always have to strive to be better than the day before. So everything that you do has to kind of fit into the formula of better yourself. So what is the most important thing you see about being a boss? Today's topic is about being your own boss. And so before we dive into that specifically, in general, what's the most important thing you see in, in being a boss that you would that you would like to see? So I would say it's the luxury of flexibility. Um, it doesn't even have to be an employment. You could be your own boss every day. And you have that flexibility in life. If you're not happy doing something, you could just completely switch it. Even in a job, if you're your boss, you could completely change the strategy in, a, in like your firm or you could um, just employ different types of people if you want to change the culture. It's You, you just need to be your boss every everywhere in your life in order to succeed. So speaking about uh, what what you like seeing in a boss, whether it's yourself or, or someone else, what would you like your own boss to be like in terms of when you're being employed by someone else? Okay, so um, what I want to see in my boss, I want to be my boss. So <laughs> if I'm looking at my boss, I, okay, I want to see myself. Like, <laughs> but, yeah, eventually. <laughs> but, um, ideally, it's out, someone else. Or someone I else. want someone who's um, definitely strict. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a goal and they're trying to make everyone work towards that goal. Someone who treats everyone equally, doesn't, um, or not equally, but I want a meritocracy. So if you're good at your job, you get treated better than someone who's not that good. Um, and if you're not, uh, and they, there should also be a differentiation. If you're not that good because you honestly suck at your job, <laughs> then they should be treated differently than people who are trying their best. And then those people should be a coach more than the people who are honestly sucking in but they should be fired <laughs> yeah so the boss has to know each person on a, more than a surface level just as more than just how are they doing and more like well, how are they achieving what they're achieving yeah definitely yeah. A co- um it, it comes again to the word coaching a boss shouldn't be someone who just tells everybody what to do but it's someone who kind of lets everybody know the details of why they're doing is important towards the goal of the firm and they should also let their employees know what the goal is, not just blindly following whatever they say. Now, in your own life, then, how do you see yourself as your own boss? So, um, I kind of negotiate with myself a lot. I always tell myself what I'm going to do one day as opposed to the other. Uh, by Sunday, I try to know exactly what I'm going to do for the rest of the week with leaving some flexibility. 
um, I have a set values which we could call my own company culture so um, everything that I do is um, these are limits that I place on myself because if we don't place limits on ourselves we could just bounce off the walls and whatever happens is just to serve ourselves I try to serve myself while serving others um, if I don't want to do something today I kind of feel like I owe it to my uh, future self to complete it right I see my uh, present, future, and past selves as different entities. So I, I'm always negotiating between these three people, just trying to serve my goal every day. Yeah, absolutely. And in terms of you serving yourself, one thing that's really important is holding yourself accountable. That's what this season is all about. And so what is an example of the way you held yourself accountable in terms of doing a certain action? Maybe you didn't want to do it, or maybe it's like really important. How do you keep yourself accountable to doing that certain thing okay so for, for the most part it's what I told you values but a funny example that's actually happening this week so I've been wanting these uh, sneakers some Comtegar Converse and I don't have the money to do it because I have a set limit of how much money I could spend within a certain month hmm. and I've already spent that money and it's only August 3rd but <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I'm gonna spend that money tomorrow I'm gonna go buy the shoes because they're they're easier to find today than they're gonna be in a couple months so um, what I'm gonna do is borrow it from my future self and then that's gonna come from the money that I give the budget I give myself in the future so I I kind of although I don't have a credit card right now on my own on my own credit card yeah so that's how kind of how it's it's going on right now you're giving your future self yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's exactly what's going on but that way you hold yourself accountable that you know in the future I know not to spend yeah as much because I already did yeah, I spent a lot that last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you keep yourself accountable, so you keep going. So, I guess that was kind of an example of of a, a situation where you needed to adapt or you know change your plan. Um, and so there are definitely lots of times when your plan goes wrong, or there are certain times when it's just tough to follow it. So what do you what do you what do you do, or what does a boss do that really helps you when times get tough where you're losing uh, motivation? Okay. So, um, again, I'm going to say for the third time values. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's a little exercise that I, that I did a couple months back. So I got a piece of paper and I wrote a list of values. A lot of mine are, um, basically, um, derived from the 10 commandments, if that's your thing. Um, I try when you're, when you're creating your value system, you should try to create a value, a value system that's flexible enough where you could succeed and you could reach your potential without um, hurting other people. That's also very important. Because mm-hmm. if you don't, if you, your value system disregards other people, it's very easy to succeed, but you're also pushing people down. Um, so as a boss, you use this value system. How can you bring your company or your firm to the greatest ability it can without affecting other firms or like lowballing your uh, customers or just treating your um, employees terribly? Gotcha. And so do these values help you when you're losing motivation, you're feeling lazy, or something happens that is a little bit out of your control? Yeah. So um, like uh, like I told you earlier, I try to plan my week, right. but there's also fairly generous gaps between all my plans. That way, let's say I plan to come here at 5 o'clock. I have enough time. So I, I start leaving my house like around 4.30. Uh, maybe take a quick bike ride if I see that I'm gonna be early and then come here early, right? Mm-hmm. If I see that I'm 
dismotivated, I either force myself to do something or negotiate with my future self. So I've been trying to read a book a week. Right. I feel that today. So okay. tomorrow I'm going to read double what I what I had to read today and tomorrow. And it serves as a way to not only replenish what I didn't do today, but a way to punish myself for not doing what I had to do today. Because reading twice, two days worth of book, as opposed to one, obviously is not the best yeah. scenario to be in. And so I think that's very important in terms of accountability, because tomorrow you're going to be really hard on yourself as as you want to achieve your goals, obviously. Yeah. Does this work for you usually? Because I know for a lot of people in terms of like catching up on whether it be reading, let's say someone's doing, I don't know, 100 push-ups a day, right? If they if they fall behind and then they have to do 200, sometimes it's like too much to ask of them. And then they fail and then they don't end up doing 100 ever again. Yeah. So uh, for that, I feel like you have to look at what's making that uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So I saw that what makes my reading uncomfortable is I feel like I'm stuck in my house um low lighting it's not the best place to be when obviously it's beautiful outside so what i do is i bike to central park i bike to uh long island city piers astoria park um prospect park i I go somewhere that's it's nice i take out i bring my book with me and then i read there i read maybe um 10 chapters or how much i could i need to read i split my my reading into seven days and either i read all of it in one sitting if i'm feeling like it if not i read half of it and then bike to another park or another location and then finish it there so it's always about changing seeing why you don't want to do a task because if you're forcing yourself to do it you know it's good for you mm-hmm. so then you want to do it so you just have to look what is preventing you from doing what you want you truly want to do that's perfect yeah and that that goes along with what we want to express about accountability in terms of you have to be hard on yourself sometimes but you also have to know yourself in terms of why am I not doing this certain thing? And that, that's a perfect example, so thank you for that. Next question is a little bit more complex, but where do you draw the line in your own life between satisfaction with what you've already accomplished and determination to go further? This is really important because sometimes you have to stop and celebrate your accomplishments or also it will feel like you're chasing an endless goal without actually enjoying the process. And we know it's all about the journey, but it is also crucial to set more goals and not just stop once you finish one of them. So where do you find the balance in your own life? You can use specific examples. Okay. Um, so this comes back to the three people I am. Me from yesterday, me from today, and me of tomorrow. So basically, you have to live to honor the me from yesterday yeah. while living to make the me of tomorrow better. So you could work all day, and that's definitely going to help the me from the future. But it's, it's not really honoring the me from the past because all their work is not paying off right now. So it's obviously very important to have a balance between working hard and then also playing hard. Playing hard is kind of giving gratification to all your previous achievements or previous sacrifices you have made that now you have enough flexibility to um, maybe go to a party or something like that. Mm -hmm. But you don't want to stray off too uh, badly that your future self is going to pay the price and they're not going to be as successful as you truly want him to be. Right. Do you have any examples? So it just comes, um, let's say that my last four years, my next four years, and then the years right after those four years, right? So that's high school, college, and then the first five years of your career, which are pretty important. So um, during high school, I worked pretty hard. I joined some extracurriculars that I didn't really like, but I knew that uh, college colleges were going to look at that. Um, 
So today I work very hard um, honoring the, my past self. I um, obviously I have fun on the weekends because I also have to honor. Make, yeah, I need self. a pass. I, I need to honor myself. Um, I didn't have as much in high school. I didn't have as much fun in high school. So I want to have more fun during college mm -hmm. while working harder. So um, every day I wake up pretty early. Um, well, earlier than most college students. Right. I, I'm still waking up later than I did in high school. Um, and I'm also going uh, to bed earlier than most college students. Um, so the next day I could do it all over again. Um, I work pretty hard. I basically I'm studying from the day from the moment I wake up to the moment I um, sleep. But uh, the weekends I barely have any work, so I have fun on the weekends. Okay. And then that way I could uh, go into my dream investment banking job um, four years from now. Right. So you're you honor your past self while taking it easy on the weekends and then uh, work hard so that your future self can yeah. honor yourself right now. Yeah, work hard, play hard. <laughs> exactly, exactly. All right, yeah, that was a perfect example. Thank you. Uh, so the, the last question is just like a fun question that we ask everybody. So this question is, so you have one hour to speak with anyone in this world. The question is, who's it going to be and what would you hope to learn from them? Right now, I would, I would say Jordan Peterson. But very a lot of people kind of misrepresent him, but I, I feel like he's very wise. He um, a lot of his values are very similar to my own. Obviously, I don't agree with everything he says. Mm -hmm. Some things are like anybody, anybody you right. meet, you're not gonna agree everything what they say. But um, he's someone that if you really want to learn about personal responsibility, and um, honoring your your own yourself and looking towards a better form of living his whole thing is about life sucks make it worth something if it sucks i agree with that life does suck yeah if you look at it most of the time you're you're like if you include sleep and everything you're not having fun most of the time but when you do have fun that's worth something right that yeah. that makes everything else worth something so i feel like i could learn a lot from him and kind of dive more than what I've seen his interviews or his podcasts, and that'd be very fascinating too. Yeah, that sounds really relatable to the content we're speaking about today and what you said about values. Yeah, yeah. and like normally, it's it's completely compatible to work very hard, but also enjoy it so much because you have that time to to play hard, as you said. Yeah, <laughs> which is what you do, and what you live by. Yeah, that's what you have to exactly keep motivating yourself with fun. All right, Daniel, thank you for your talks thank about you values much. and keeping yourself accountable. I can see you're definitely going to be a great boss for yourself in the future, and your future self is going to be very happy. Thank you. Um, it was fun to be here. Thanks, Daniel. All right, so that was our interview with Daniel Castro. Great example of how we can see ourselves as our past self, present self, and future self, and how... He has certain values that allow him to honor his past self's work as well as think about and prioritize things today so that his future self will be both happy and proud of what he's doing. What do you think, Sebastian? Yeah, I, I, I loved that idea of the past self, present self, and future self because it the reason that it's so good for personal accountability I think is because it shows you that your actions and uh, what you do now really does have consequences in the future 
because as he said if he, he spends something this past weekend and then he wants to spend more it's going to take away from what he does in the future but it's not just in a negative light everything that you do positively now also has a positive impact in the future so if you if you put in the work now to study that extra 30 minutes or hour you're going to do better on a test or whatever you're studying for and then that's going to have a much bigger impact in the future than just 30 minutes or an hour so what not only does it have a, not only does your current your current work or in a negative way your laziness or if you want to spend money on something not only does it have an impact on the future but also has a much larger impact in 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 terms of time or quantity 100% agree and another thing that these three selves provide for us is the fact that this is all worth it I actually had a friend that I got into a conversation with recently that asked me what's the point of personal development you're always chasing something there's always going to be a further goal you're never actually going to get there and it seemed like he had a point at first but after further deliberation I found out and I realized that there is a meaning to all this especially in the journey it's not always about the end goal but it's about the journey and the reason why the the three selves provide this for us it's because you can always honor your past self you can always celebrate your previous accomplishments and you can also dream and strive to achieve greatness so that your future self can be satisfied and so it's an endless yeah it is endless but it's endless satisfaction if you really think about it that way because not only can we derive satisfaction from what our past self did but we can also derive satisfaction from the dreams we build for our future self yeah and i also think it's not endless because i mean it ends when you die (laughs) and at that point you want to be farther ahead than when you were or you want to be farther ahead when you die than than you could have been if you didn't work as hard. Right. And that farther ahead in terms of any anyway, success or happiness or however you want to measure it. Um so it's it's not like it's completely endless. You can there is definitely a way to measure it and receive and reap all the benefits from it. And that, that I like that you also brought up the celebrating your past self because it's important to find that balance between work and play like he said it's so important to not only work hard but also play hard and if you do work hard then you can play hard so there's not a it's not like there are only two extremes you know complete dedication to work and complete dedication to or or complete laziness it's it's there's not one or the other you can you can find the balance and reward your past self for its accomplishments in addition to still working hard and allowing your future self to receive those benefits yeah absolutely it is well summed up by the song work hard play hard by david Guetta, and i'm a big believer in it now we move on to the challenge of the week our second challenge of the season very excited and sebastian so this, this week's challenge will come from what Daniel was talking about in the interview. Specifically, his his system of values that he lives by. And for him, it was the Ten Commandments. So this week's challenge will be to come up with 
your own set of values. And this is not like a specific set of rules that you follow to a T, but more a, a code that can then be applied to create rules for different aspects of your life. So broadly speaking, this does, this can and should apply to anything that you're doing, whether it be a sport or, or, or your study habits or your interactions with others. So can I choose a general aspect that I'm kind of holding priority to? I think that, well, I mean, of course, whatever is going to help you come up with it. So it could be something more specific, but we would, it would be good to be able to allow it to apply to everything. Okay. If not, that's fine. I mean, there must be some, we, our, our goal is for all of us to write three values. So if one doesn't apply to everything, then the other two might cover for that. All right. That sounds perfect. Yeah. All right. So with that, definitely try out the challenge. Try our, our previous challenge. What is your why? It was very moving for me and for Sebastian as well. And send us your feedback and you will have the chance to be featured on our next episode. And with that, we conclude this episode on the Wednesday Warriors. I hope your self from yesterday provided you something to be happy with today. And say hi to your future self from tomorrow for me. But until next week, this was the Wednesday Warriors Personal Development Challenge. 